This is the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. We have assembled the world's finest sports and trivia dorks to prove once and for all that we are just as bad at this as we were at sports. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast, sports trivia for those of us who rolled the pine. I'm your host, Dan. In today's game, we'll be pitting the Benchwarmer team of Scott and JJ against Benchwarmer Mason and newcomer Andy Steinbrenner. Welcome to the bench, Andy. Why don't you take a minute to uh, let us know where you're from, what teams you root for, and anything else you'd like to share? Yeah, the, thanks for having me, guys. I appreciate it. Uh, from uh, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, um, have been pretty much all my life. Um, big fan of the Brewers, Bucks, Packers, Badgers, maybe not necessarily in that order. I'll admit to being a bit of a bandwagon Bucks fan. It was rough to watch them for most of my life, let's say. But so bigger Brewer, Badger, Packer fan, but really excited to be on the pod and uh, looking forward to uh, having some fun here. All right. Mason, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing all right. Um, hopefully I can extend my guest winning streak to two. So uh, hopefully that goes well tonight. Is it a streak if you've won one? Um, I'll consider it for now. <laughs> all right. Um, do you have a team name for us? Um, I'm actually proud to say this is one of the few team names I actually came up with uh, basically on my own. And um, he's a Wisconsin fan. I'm an LSU fan. And so we decided to pick some of the greatest alumni from our colleges, especially football. Um, so we're going to go with the pre and post game of Jamarcus Russell Wilson. <laughs> Jamarcus Russell Wilson. At least one of them turned out. What a player that would be. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> JJ and Scott, how are you all tonight? Uh, I'm good, Dan. I'm, I'm excited for the game tonight. Uh, JJ and I haven't teamed up in a while. Last time we did, and I wore my Pacers hat. We got a W, so I'm hoping that uh, that mojo will continue. And, yeah, just looking forward to it. I hope Jamal Murray seals the game for Denver tonight. And I'm just excited that sports are on. Go ahead, JJ. Doing well. Um, you know, I just heard my uh, Alvin Kamara is a trade bait at the moment, so that's a little upsetting here. Um doing well um, that's really all I got right now I'm ready to uh, to get a, a good game going here maybe that'll break right in the middle of our game tonight we can uh, we can break some news how about no maybe <laughs> yeah I can't I can't have anything that throws him off we sign him <laughs> sign him to an extension maybe um, I think it's a trade of Kamara and then they'll sign Fournette and you'll be just <laughs> loving that won't you no not really <laughs> no I didn't think so <laughs> um, I'm okay with that. But, yeah, so um, we got a team name here. Uh, Scott came up with it by himself. No, nope. I'm just kidding. Nope. Nope. <laughs> I told Scott that I would take all the credit for this one and all the uh, backlash that it's going to cause. But uh, our team name is going to be We're More Clutch Than Gary Anderson. <laughs> and thank you for listening to the Benchwarmers Trivia <laughs> Podcast. <laughs> Dan, I've been thinking about this all week, just literally trying to get a team name that takes a dig at you. So you're barely clutched then, if that's the case. Exactly. <laughs> you missed one field goal the entire year. All right, let's get this game underway. We will be starting off with the tailgate to warm up the teams. This will be followed by four quarters of play, each with a different trivia style. The styles of quarters one through three will change from show to show, and I will explain them as we go along. 
Like any good sporting event, we will have a halftime show after the second quarter with entertainment questions pertaining to sports. And in the fourth quarter, our teams will wager from the points they've accumulated to see who are today's clipboard captains to be honored like the true benchwarmers they are. All right, let's get this game underway. It's time for the tailgate, consisting of three warm-up questions worth 10 points each. Question number one. When the WNBA tipped off in 1996, there were four teams in the Eastern Conference. They were the New York Liberty, the Charlotte Sting, the Houston Comets, and which other team that is based in a current NBA Central Division city? Are you good with that, Andy? Yeah. We're going to go ahead and check in. All right. Jamarcus Russell Wilson has checked in. We're more clutch than, this is the only time I'm going to say it, Gary Anderson. Feel free to talk it out. I'll uh, clip that. Yeah, team name was worth it. Just for that. We can do a whistle if you don't want to be. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I'm already writing right. down a list of kickers. <laughs> John Carney for there. Yeah, right. For that one. Uh, yeah. All right. Scott. Yeah, so WNBA team that was part of the inaugural season in a city that has an NBA Central team currently. So, like I was saying in the chat, the Central teams, that's like the Bulls division. So it's Bulls, Pistons, Pacers, um, Cavs, I think, are in that division. So the only one of them I know that had a WNBA team at some point was Detroit Shock. I didn't think they were an inaugural team. Indiana Fever or an NBA, a WNBA team, but I don't think they were around like in the inaugural season. Chicago Sky mm. is a WNBA team, but I know they weren't around in the inaugural yeah. season. I don't feel like there was many, right? No, there were only like eight teams. Eight teams, yeah. Um, the Washington Mystics were an early team, but the Wizards aren't in the Central. They're in that Southeast division in the NBA, so that's it's not them. So wouldn't it be like anything out West? No. No, not for the Eastern Conference. Yeah, man, I'm stumped. I my best of the ones I I can say the Detroit Shock would be the one that I would feel most comfortable with them or the Fever, but I I just I don't remember Indiana Fever being around in the inaugural season. I I mean I could be wrong. Yeah, all right, we can. Uh... You feel better with Indiana Fever or Detroit Shock? Um, I can. I'll leave it up to you. I'm I even... I mean I'm just thinking logistically, like it would if you only have eight teams. It would make more sense that you're going to have bigger markets. So I would lean towards Detroit to yeah. market than Indiana. Yeah. Yeah, I'm good with that. All right. We'll check in with the Detroit Shock. Checking in with the Detroit Shock. Jamarcus Russell Wilson, what did you say? Well, um, we had all of the teams in the division trying to go through it. Uh, I was pretty sure the Detroit Shock was later. Um, we didn't think it was Chicago. We both were kind of leaning towards Indiana, so we went checked in with the Indiana Fever. Checking in with the Indiana Fever. Um, no points awarded on this question, unfortunately. They did not last very long, but the other team in the Eastern Conference was the Cleveland Rockers. I don't even remember them being a team. That's oh, fine. Yeah. Let's jump to another question. That I, maybe this one will help you out a little bit. <laughs> question number two. The main event at the 2003 World Series of Poker saw a defining moment in the game as what appropriately named player 
became the first winner to qualify for the tournament in an online game. All right, we'll go ahead and check in. Jamarcus Russell Wilson has checked in. We're more clutch than Morton Anderson. Go ahead and talk it out. <laughs> Love it. Uh, yeah, JJ, that's like the only poker player that has a nickname. Yeah, I mean, you got um, Phil Hellmuth, right? I know he's uh, – what is his nickname? But like his, his moneymaker – I mean, that's. I'm pretty sure that's just his last name. Like a legal last name? I'm pretty sure. But it, uh, I mean, it is appropriately named because I'm pretty sure he won. Right. Um, I mean, I think when I think of poker players, I think of Moneymaker, Phil Ivey, and Helmuth. Is he like the big tuna? No. The the bass. He. I think it's something to do with a fish, but I don't think it's. Um, I don't know if that would be appropriately named. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Um, like Moneymaker, then. Yeah. Yeah, I'm good with Moneymaker. You want to go check it in? Yep, do it. All right, so we'll check in with uh, Chris Moneymaker. Checking in with Chris Moneymaker. Over to Jamarcus Russell Wilson. What did you say? Sure, yeah, we uh, checked in with Chris Moneymaker as well. His name actually is Chris Moneymaker, and he did win the 2003 World Series of Poker. And he was the first person to qualify, the first winner to qualify for the tournament in an online game. Very good points all around on that one. Phil Helmuth's nickname, by the way, is the Poker Brat, oh. or the John, or the the uh, the John McEnroe of poker. He's just he, he's a crybaby. He's very good, but he's a crybaby. No. Who's the Who's the talker that just like street talks the whole time? Oh, he does that too. Is it's it on, Is it still him? Oh, he talks. He 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 can't believe that he ever gets knocked out by a non professional. It, it's always yeah. it's always luck if he gets knocked out by a non professional. So. Question number three in the tailgate. What color is the stripe on the 13 ball in billiards? Unfair question. Everything's closed in my area. I haven't been able to go to a pool hall in quite some Color hasn't changed, though. It's still the same. I know, I know, but it's not fresh in my head. And I don't see color. <laughs> it's a strange condition. <laughs> yeah, it's called color blindness. It's pretty common, Dan. <laughs> not being able to tell the difference between red and green. Yeah, I understand that. But not seeing color at all. Black and white. Oh, I don't even see black and white. It's crazy. Oh, wow. <laughs> we can, uh, we'll check in. All right. Uh, we're more clutch than Graham Gano has checked in. Jamarcus Russell Wilson, feel free to talk it out. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you on what you've typed so far in the chat. Yeah, I know that the 1 through 7 and 9 through 15 match up. There's a solid yeah. stripe is the same color. So 1 is yellow, yeah. which 9 would have to be yellow. Right. 2 and 10 are blue, 3 and 11 red. Yeah. The middle colors are the ones where I get messed up, so I'm trying to think. I feel like 4 is green. Um, that would be 4 and 12. Or is it 4, 6, and 14? Six is green. Okay. I knew there was a four in there, so the 14 would correlate, right? Yeah. Right. So I'm trying to see if there's any kind of color pattern here. Seven is the, the maroon looking. Yep. I, four, four is orange. Four is orange. And five is purple. It's either, so we're on four or five, right? So 
Yeah, it's or, four is orange and or five is orange and I'm, yeah, I'm trying to see it in my head. I want to say four is purple, but I'm not sure about 10, 11, 12. That would make that would make 13. I'm, now I'm yeah, now I'm leaning towards orange. Okay. Yeah, I'm just like I said, four, five, and six. Because normally when you set up the one, two, three are in the, in the corner, so those are easy to remember. Four, five, and six are just kind of thrown in the middle. But I'm thinking, yeah, I'm thinking 13 is orange. Orange. So he asked for the he asked for the color of the ball, right? Not the number. I'm just right. to make sure I'm confused. Yeah. Um, yeah. What number is the 14 ball? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Let's this can start that now. There's a lot of discussion going on. <laughs> so 13 ball is orange. Yeah. I'm hoping it's either purple or orange. I'm yeah. thinking orange is. I'm, I'm good with orange for sure. Okay, uh, we'll check in with orange. Checking in with orange. We're more clutch than Graham Gano. What did you say? Um, for some reason, it just immediately popped in my head. It's my favorite color. We checked in with orange. Well, the four ball and the 13 ball both are orange. Very good. Heading into the first quarter, we have a score. Of 20 to 20, it's all knotted up. Before we get to the first quarter, we wanted to let you know that we are on Patreon if you'd be interested in supporting us financially. Your contributions will be used to help us cover the costs that it takes to bring you the high-quality sports trivia you have come to expect from us. There's also some great perks that come with the Patreon membership to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast, including bonus episodes and Benchwarmers swag. You can find us at patreon.com slash benchwarmersTP. Thanks. Today's first quarter will be the Dean's List. The Dean's List. For this quarter, there will be three lists containing 10 items where the teams will go back and forth, guessing the items on the list. If a team guesses incorrectly, the other team can attempt to finish out that list. Each team is allowed one mulligan to be used after an incorrect guess. Each item is worth 10 points. For our first Dean's List today, I would like you to name the top 10 Green Bay Packers in terms of games played for the franchise. I want you to note that there is a tie for 10th place, which means once one of them have been named, the other one will not be available. And we will be starting with Jamarcus Russell Wilson. Yeah, I would, I would really hope that he's yeah. on the list. Yeah. I hope so. Go ahead and say it. Yeah, we'll, we'll check in with uh, Brett Favre. With 255 games played, Brett Favre is number one on the list. I got to be honest, in, all, in my Wisconsin studying, I skipped over the Packers because I thought we talked about the Packers way too much mm-hmm. on this podcast, and I thought maybe we could have one episode where we didn't talk about the Packers. Leave it to me to talk about the Packers, too. I know. <laughs> but I got a couple type there, too. I, I feel pretty good about yeah, both yeah. of them. Yeah, I'll, yeah, just that first one. Uh, Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers is tied for number eight on the list at 181 games. I mean, we can go with that. Yeah. 
Go with that? Yeah, let's go for it. We'll see what happens with that one. All right, we'll, we'll check in with Donald Driver. 205 games played. Donald Driver is number three on the list. All right, so we'll check in with uh, Ray Nitschke. Ray Nitschke is number five on the list with 190. Yeah. All right, I'll go ahead and check that in. Okay. With that. Uh, that was one of the first ones I came up with. We'll go check in with Bart Starr. With 196 games, Bart Starr is number four on the list. I, I, I was thinking that too. Yeah. That was a name that came into my head. I just don't know how long he actually played. I think he was there. I think he was there for a good enough time. If you feel good about it, let's go for it. But I don't think we should use the mulligan if we're wrong. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. So we'll check in with uh, Leroy Butler. <laughs> with 181 games tied with Aaron Rodgers for eighth, Leroy Butler. You want to go with the last one? The- yeah, I think so. He just popped in my head. Yeah. I, th- I think he's he's been there for a while. Forever? Yeah. I'll go- I think I'll go ahead and check this one in. Go ahead. Because um, he shares the same first name as me, and he's still there with the Green Packers. Mason Crosby. 208 games. Mason Crosby is number two on the list. We have numbers six, seven, and the two players tied for 10th left. We're going to go with uh, William Henderson. 188 games. William Henderson is number six on the list. I mean, I'm good with whichever one of those you feel best about just because I don't really have any right small feelings about any of them. But if you think the very first one of that list that you sent. Yeah, I think that's the way I would lean. Okay, you can go ahead and check that in. All right, we'll check in with Mark Tauscher. Mark Tauscher is not on the list. Would you like to use your mulligan? I don't feel good about the ones. No, I don't. I'm, I mean, as, as much as I'm a Green Bay Packer fan, I'm not with, – with two left, I don't feel overly confident. Yeah. Okay. I guess we're going, we are going to forego the mulligan for now. All right. Well, we'll send it back over to we're more clutch than Olindo Mare. <laughs> Oof. All right. We can, we can name names now, man. Yeah, I don't know if that's going to help much. No. Who's this guy you're talking about, though? Um, it was a tight end. He was there. You said when you were a kid? Yeah, like like So I was early. so then I was a kid. So we can figure this out. <laughs> if it's like when Mason was a kid then it's obviously Jermichael Finley, but <laughs> No, it was before him. Um Mark Chimura is the guy from like the 90s, mid to late 90s. So before him? Mid to late. Yeah, it was probably like the one right before him. That that, that I, does nothing for me. Can we I, I, can we check in with a nickname or something? Is that legal? I mean, you can check in with the nickname. Is I need the last name in order for the uh, for it to count. All right. Is this a personal shot of vendetta against me? Is that why? No, nope, it's just the rules of the game. <laughs> <laughs> Every once in a while, though, the rules of the game do work in my favor. <laughs> uh, Scott, you mentioned. Right, so, so you're saying this guy? Who did I mention? Beluga. Oh no, that's a whale. I mentioned Brian Bulaga. <laughs> I don't know. He was just there for a long time. Yeah. You know, he played a lot of games with them. I'm trying. I know they had some, some Hall of Fame offensive linemen from back in the day, but those names aren't going to come to me. You know, and I was trying to think of linemen, you know, that they keep their linemen for a long time, you know, like Gabe Bakhtiari, Chad Clifton. Like, they always kept their guys, you know, for a long time. Yeah. I but, don't have it. I mean, if I 
you put in the chat the toolbox. Yeah, that was the dude's nickname. Any relation to Icebox from Little Giant? <laughs> I wish. <laughs> uh, that was his nickname. So yeah, I don't. Ah uh, man, not even sure why that would be his nickname. I guess he was a, a good like Swiss Army knife type tight end. He was the Taysom Hill before the Taysom Hill. He was the five tool <laughs> player. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. I, if we can't do nicknames, then I, I don't know. I mean, we can throw out a Lucky Johnson. That's always fun. Or we can go with Brian Bulaga and hope that somehow he played there longer than Rodgers has. Yeah. Uh, I guess it doesn't have to be because number 10 is still. Yeah, available. number 10. And there's but. two options for number 10. No, I'll let you pick this one out, man. Well, I don't want to go with Toolbox, so. <laughs> I agree. I guess Neither. we're going we're gonna to go with uh, Brian Bulaga. Brian Bulaga is not on the list. So you are so, so right there, JJ. Um, the Toolbox, Ed West, yep. is on the list at 167. It's exactly yeah, oh, what you were thinking. Oh, wow. Also tied with him at 167 was the longtime long snapper for the team, nope. Rob Davis. And number seven at 187 games was a longtime player and also a head coach for a few years, Forrest Gregg. Oh, that's that's the one I'm kicking myself mm-hmm. about on that I put in the, the 60s lineman. Definitely. Matt asked a question about him on our bonus episode. He, he did, and I still forgot him. I still forgot him. <laughs> All right, well, our second Dean's List of the Night. I'd like you to name me the 10 Major League Baseball players with the most career playoff games played. And we'll be starting with We're More Clutch than Pete Stojakovic. Is it Peja Stojakovic? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. He's clutch too, but... (laughs) Well, not in the uh, 2002 Western Conference Finals. You like that name there, JJ? Yeah. I I right. I mean, there yeah around there, right? I would assume yeah. I think that's a safe right. assumption. Yeah, uh, we're gonna go with Derek Jeter. Number one with a bullet, Derek Jeter, one hundred and fifty-eight playoff games. Let that sink in for a second. He's played one hundred and fifty-eight playoff games. Almost a like full a MLB, MLB season. season. Yeah. I'm pretty sure the first one I sent is there. I'm. I know that he's up there. I'm hoping he's on top 10. If Jeter's 158, that's a little concerning, but... Yeah, that, that's a lot. But I'm pretty sure he played in a lot. So if you want to go with that, that's fine. I'm just I'm trying to think of names that I know for sure played in a lot. Once again, the same issues coming out in the last question. Right. You feel good about that one? I think he he's up there. Yeah. Okay. You can go ahead and check that in. Yeah, we'll, we'll check in uh, Bernie Williams. With 121 games, Bernie Williams is number three on the list. After that, I feel good about that one I typed, JJ, because... The last one? Yeah. Yeah. Because I don't see how he couldn't be. I'm good with that. All right, we're going to go with Jorge Posada. With 125 games, Jorge Posada is number two on the list. I didn't think I'd be struggling with this so early. Yeah, no kidding. If you want to go with one of the last two, I'm fine with either of those. I think there's a chance that both of them could be on there. All right. I'll try the one I just sent. Yeah, that's fine. We'll check in with Chipper Jones. Well, you wanted to know what number 10 was going to be like. Chipper Jones is number 10 on the list 
with 93. That was our next one. Thanks, guys. Yeah, anytime. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so 93. I like yours. I typed a bunch. <laughs> <laughs> I like every one of them. Yep. Just rattle them off. Don't yeah, right. Give my chance to respond. <laughs> Which one? <laughs> the the last one. Uh, yeah, I mean he he played for so many teams. Always good teams. It, I feel like they always made the playoffs. The teams he mm-hmm. was on. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I like him better than him though. I mean, almost every single year his teams were in the playoffs and went deep yeah. into the playoffs. You know. Yeah. 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 Take that one. All right, we're gonna go with Manny Ramirez. With 111 games, Manny Ramirez is number five on the list. I know we kind of excluded that earlier, but I just threw that name out there, and I'm thinking that's a possibility. It would be a lot, right? I mean, I'm he's playing a lot. Right. If there was going to be someone. Yeah, I would say if there's anyone, it's him. I just don't know how confident I am in that yet. Okay. We can hold off on it then. If you want to go with – the one that you were just talking about. Which one do you feel better about? I'm thinking feel better about yours than mine. Okay. Then uh, we'll check in with uh, David Justice. With 112 games, David Justice is number four on the list. JJ, we got to stop typing, guys, because as soon as we type it, they say it. I know, <laughs> for real, man. Here, let's just... Uh... If he's on there, then I, I still feel pretty good about, about him. Yeah. I'm trying to think who else. Yeah, well, I say we just take him off the board. I don't even know if he's on the board. <laughs> We're going to go with Kenny Lofton. Kenny Lofton is number nine on the list with 95 nice. games. All right, Andy. We yeah. got these questions. Which one? Yeah, apparently just, just like throwing everything at a dartboard and going. Yeah. He's got to be right. Of the names, I'm still liking mine the best. Yeah. The numbers is really kind of scaring me now. Yeah, that's that's. I was just typing that. I am. It's a lot, but I don't know how confident I feel in any oh. of the other ones. Yeah, I have to say I think he's the best of the group. But what do we got? Three left. So or three left. Numbers six, seven, and eight. Yeah. So I mean, give it a shot. Give it a shot. We we can live to see another day if it doesn't pan right. out. All right, uh, we're going to go ahead with uh, check in with Mariano Rivera. Mariano Rivera is number eight on the list with 96 games. I, I kept trying to do the math with him. I literally just typed out to JD. I'm like, if he, if he only pitches twice a series for 20 years, at least two series of postseason, sometimes three. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was worried. I was like, low 90s. I was like, did he really make it that many? Yeah. Oh, man. And he did. So we'll check in with uh, last name Molina, and we'll just uh, corral all three of them. I think with that many, you're going to need to point out which one you're talking about. Oh, yeah, about. of course. Yeah, we can always check in with last names until JJ does it, huh? <laughs> 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 we'll say Yadier. Yadier Molina is number seven on the list. Nice pull, JJ. With 98. We got, we got there together. Number six is left. Can you get it, Jamarcus Russell Wilson? Got two right. chances. <laughs> one chance. I don't know. I don't know <laughs> yeah, yeah. One answer. We're not sure. I don't have anything better right now. I, I don't really have anything either. All right. So let's go for it and see what happens. Sure. Yeah. So we'll check in with Tino Martinez. Tino Martinez 
is number six on the list with 99. Congratulations, gentlemen. You have completed that list. He's, he's the one we had. If you guys didn't get him, we were going to. So. When in doubt on this list, go with a Yankee from the late 90s and early 2000s. I mean, yeah. that's, there were five of them. Jeez, and Pete, yeah. I just couldn't bring myself to say Molina. <laughs> I can understand that. Yeah. Scott said pools, and I was like, uh. to be to be fair, I wrote an entire question about the Green Bay Packers. So I mean, if I can do that, you can. That's true. That is true. <laughs> Our third Dean's list of the night. We're going to go someplace we don't usually go on this oh show. God, to the Olympics. I'd like you to tell me the sports where the U.S. has won the most Olympic medals. And we'll be starting with Jamarcus Russell Wilson. All right, we're going to go ahead and check in with swimming. 487 medals won. Swimming is number two on the list. We'll uh, check in with gymnastics. Gymnastics is number seven on the list Ooh. with 93 medals. We'll check in with figure skating. Figure skating is not on the list. Would you like to use your mulligan? I'm assuming you would. Nah. Scott and I are the only ones to not use a mulligan. We're going to keep true. it. So we'll check in with track. Track and field or athletics <laughs> is number one on the list with 782 medals. All right. I was glad we didn't have to be more specific. <laughs> yeah. That's the program. I think we were trying to get too, too specific. Hey, Jay, let's go track and field if they don't take it. Didn't I just type that? Yeah, they're, they're definitely hacking. Stop typing your answers to me. Yeah, right? <laughs> you're typing too loud. They can figure out what you're doing. I I mean, we have a lot listed in here. I like this one. Yeah, let's just do it. Go for it. I will right, we'll, uh, check in with boxing. Boxing is number three on the list with 136 medals. So a big drop-off between number two and number three. I knew there had to be a drop-off somewhere when two was 487 and seven was 93. There had to be a drop-off <laughs> somewhere. Like that. Okay. That, that's the only reason I, I mean, I have a pretty good idea of a few people who have done really well. Okay. I mean, well, like at this point, I don't have anything like yeah. All right. Go for it. We'll check in with uh, speed skating. Speed skating is not on the list. Ooh. Sorry, gentlemen, you've been eliminated from this one. So uh, we're more clutch than Garo Yapremian. You may go ahead and talk this one out. It's free time. All he's doing is Googling kickers. JJ, I, I like wrestling too. Well, how's that? What are you talking about? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of like different events, right? Yeah, that's what I think. Pretty you know, sure. Americans tend to do pretty well. Mm -hmm. I mean, you got like prolific wrestlers like, you know, The Rock. Uh <laughs> Yes, Hulk Hogan in the Olympics. <laughs> you like wrestling? You want? Yeah, do I think wrestling is uh, our most confident. Yes, and we see kind of where that ends up. Yep. All right, so we'll check in wrestling. Wrestling is number five on the list with 124. Okay, so that helped, but it didn't really help too much. Right. Exactly. <laughs> I, I mean, it points. helped because we got points. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Um, uh, do we? Do you know what we should do? We should say tennis to see if it's on the list, and we have a mulligan. That way we can like see if sports that don't have as many events, if any of them make it. Um, all right. I say we go with, with tennis, see if slash where. Yeah. All right. Yep. We'll go with tennis. Tennis 
is not on the list. I'm assuming you'd like to use that mulligan? Yes. Okay. What about like any sort of like skiing? <laughs> would I mean would would skiing just be like an all encompassing? I I mean I don't know. Like I mean we could just try it and if we can see if he needs to be more specific. I mean, do you even like that though? Do you even like I mean what kind of skiings are there? Like slalom? Yeah, downhill. Um Alpine? The one yeah, sure. I don't I I snowboarded when I was a kid. I thought skiers were lame. Sorry to anyone who skis on here. I don't think that anymore. I just Sonny Bono just made me not ever want to ski, so smart. Tell me about it, right? Yeah. My mom was pretty devastated when that happened. So I was like, I won't ski ever. I I mean, I don't I don't have anything better than some sort of skiing. Okay. Do you want to go downhill? Yeah, we first? let's just uh yeah. Hey, right. Downhill skiing. All right. Downhill skiing or alpine skiing is number 10 on the list. With oh, 55. my gosh. 55. So okay. I don't think there's been 50. I don't think there's 55 basketball medals that they that could have been achieved. Unless you count each medal that each player got. <laughs> Sheer yes. number of, of medals, right? <laughs> I mean, he did ask for the most medals, right? So, all right, JJ, what sort of uh, what sort of strongman events are in the Olympics? Uh, I just know like weightlifting. You want to do that? There's a lot of events. Yeah, I mean, I know it's not something the U.S. I don't think does particularly well in, but just in the sheer number of events. Yeah, yeah, I don't mind that thinking. All right, we're gonna go with weightlifting. Weightlifting is not on the list. Good. <laughs> so the ones that we did not get, number four with 131 medals is diving. Oh. Number six, something that um, apparently all Americans are good at, shooting. Number eight, uh, JJ, you were onto something and you never got there, rowing at oh. 84. And number nine at 60 medals was sailing. Mm. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I'm not upset about that. Sorry, either. buddy. <laughs> no, I'm not upset. <laughs> I had no thunder. I'm just naming sports. After the first quarter, we have a score of Jamarcus Russell Wilson has 130 and we're more clutch than John Carney is at 150. <laughs> Still a very close game. Today's second quarter will be The Missing Link. The Missing Link. This quarter will consist of five questions with theme-linked answers. The teams will attempt to answer the questions and guess the theme. Each question is worth 20 points. If a team checks in first via chat to the host with the correct theme before the fifth question, they will earn 100 points. The other team can still earn 50 points with the correct theme guess. If neither team has checked in with the correct theme before the fifth question, each team can earn 50 points with the correct answer to the theme after the fifth question. And this is going to be the Missing Link Haiku Edition. Because if there's one thing Dan likes to do, it's write haikus. So I'm going to read you a haiku, which is a three-line poem five syllables, seven syllables, and five syllables, and you're going to name the person that I am talking about. 
keeping in mind that this is a missing link so that there will be linked questions. Number one, won a World Series, no hit the Tampa Bay Rays, played for 14 teams. You go with that, Andy? Maybe we'll send it to each other, so. Yeah, at the same time, yeah, I think. I think, Yes, yeah. I'm good with that. All right, we're gonna go ahead and check in. Marcus Russell Wilson has checked in. More clutch than Jason Elam, go ahead. Yeah, he was a really good kicker. And you're more clutch than him, so I'm expecting you to get <laughs> yeah. on this. We're about to Dude, pull it out here. Uh, 14 teams is a lot. That's usually relief pitchers. Yeah. It's very rare that a starter plays for 14 teams. I don't remember Bartolo Cohen ever no hit in the race. <laughs> Big sexy. There was a no, – okay, so when I think of 14 teams – I think of like Jesse Orozco. I think Edwin Jackson. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I know he was – Yeah, he, he threw a no-hitter. With one of his 14 teams, man. No, mm-hmm. one of his 13 teams because one of the teams is the Rays. So. Oh, he probably no hit the Rays while he was while on he was on the Rays. Yeah, <laughs> batting was, practice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Edwin Jackson's probably correct. I can't think of another pitcher that played for that many teams, and I'm almost positive he has a no hitter. Yeah, I'm good yep. with it. All right, let's do it. Checking in with Edwin Jackson. And Jamarcus Muscle, Russell Mill. <laughs> now I know how you feel. Marcus Muscle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Muscle Hamster Wilson. Yes. Nice. <laughs> Marcus Russell Wilson. What did you say? Uh, so we both sent this to each other with question marks at the end at the same time. And uh, I knew that he played for a lot of teams. I didn't think it was 14, but very well could be. Uh, so we checked in with Edwin Jackson. Checking in with, also with Edwin Jackson. Well, points for both teams. It is Edwin Jackson. So your theme-linked answers so far, Edwin Jackson. I hear knocking outside my door, but I don't think it's my door. Oh, boy. (laughs) Please don't get abducted. (laughs) Might have to lock my door again. I don't know what's going on. Anyway, you can go ahead and move on to the next question while I figure out what's going on. (laughs) All right, I'm going to move on to the next question while Mason gets – it's kidnapped. <laughs> That's part of the episode summary. Mason almost gets abducted. Question number two. Picked by the Nuggets, one 2003 tourney, not a chocolate bar. We can check in. <laughs> All right, more clutch than Sebastian Janikowski has checked in. <laughs> Going on to Jamarcus Russell Wilson. You can talk it out. So 2003 is Syracuse, because I just wrote a question about them not too long ago. So would that be Carmelo? Yeah. Not a chocolate bar. I guess like Caramel. Caramel, yeah. Caramello, yeah. But he was picked by the Nuggets, and he would have been on that 03 team because he was drafted in 04 or 03, whatever one is. But, yeah, it should be. should be Carmelo Anthony. I can't think of anybody else on that team. I agree. I, I definitely agree. All right. Uh, we're going to go ahead and check in with Carmelo Anthony. Checking in with Carmelo Anthony. The more clutch team, what did you come up with? Caramellos are delicious. They're I, just, I just love that when you bite in and then it just breaks right into uh, onto your tongue. They're delicious. Uh, we also went with Carmelo Anthony. Right, Carmelo Anthony is the correct answer. Teams uh, Points for both teams on that one. So your theme-linked answers thus far are Edwin Jackson and Carmelo Anthony. Moving on to number three, played for the Lakers, never worked in Buffalo, 
lost four Super Bowls. That's that's. Maybe. I don't know how I don't know how the first how part of that fits, but I can't. I'm that's, sort of at a loss. Very well, could be the case. I don't know that, but I'm. I think it's better than anything else that I have. Yeah. You good with checking that in? Yeah, I think yeah, I'm good with that. All right, we'll go ahead and check in. All right, Jamarcus Russell Wilson has checked in. More clutch than El Del Greco. Go ahead. Dan, this is the most confused I've ever been on a single question on this podcast. Um, JJ, there's got to be like a, a Lakers college football team, right? Otherwise, you can't – I mean, I don't. I can't think of anyone that played for the Los Angeles slash Minneapolis Lakers that lost four Super Bowls. Like, I don't <laughs> think George Mikan was playing in the Super Bowl, you know? It's helpful. It's a great tight end. Yeah, he probably would have been. Yeah. You know, and like – all I can think of is, is there someone that shares a name? Yeah, I like the, like a college you know? Lakers. Um, but I don't know. Never worked in Buffalo makes me think like Terrell Owens. You know, he didn't work out in Buffalo, but he didn't lose four Super Bowls. God bless, man. I don't, never worked in Buffalo. Like, I don't, are there other people that have lost four Super Bowls that weren't on Buffalo? Like Tom Brady? How many Super Bowls he lost now? Not enough, Ooh, I guess. Less than he's won. Can it just be the Minnesota Vikings as a as a whole? They played for the Lakers. <laughs> I'm sure one of them did. One of them probably went to a college. So it's e- it's either got to be there's a Lakers college team or there's like people that share a name, right? Like I don't think there was like a Jim Kelly on the Lakers or a Thurman Thomas or an Andre Reed. It was a J.R. Reed. I don't remember Scott Norwood, like a backup two guard for the Lakers or anything like that. Can we get it from like a so, theme? Like, I mean. Oh, uh, the theme so far, we have uh, a really unsuccessful player and then a very successful player. So I, I don't really know how that works either. Yeah. Dude, I got nothing, man. All right. Uh, let's, so let's pick a Laker that maybe has a Dan. football name. Um do you want to do Jerry West? Do you want to do Elgin Baylor? Jerry West. Okay. <laughs> or, we're, yeah, it's good. Yeah. We're, we're checking in with the logo, Jerry West. Jerry West lost four Super Bowls. All right. <laughs> Jamarcus Russell Wilson, what did you settle on? You want to take this one, Andy? Sure. Um, we checked in with uh, Bud Grant. Well, the reason he uh, – was in Minnesota at the time was because he had played for the Minneapolis Lakers. And yes, the coach of those Vikings teams that lost the four Super Bowls was Bud Grant. My exile in Minnesota for college has finally paid off. <laughs> hey, Jay, I've never even heard of that guy. So you've no, never heard of bad. Bud Grant. Oh boy. No, I've heard, I know oh, Ryan wow. Grant, Ryan Grant, mm. Horace Grant, Harvey Grant. I wasn't going to come up with the name. Luckily, Andy did. I was like, Fran Tarkenden is a Vikings player. And I was like, he didn't play in the NBA. And then he said, what about the coach? I was like, okay, that. Yeah, the reason the reason never never worked in Buffalo was on there was to get you off of Marv Levy or anyone yes. on that team for that, that definitely matter. did that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's why I went straight to the Vikings after that. I was like, I'm pretty sure they lost four. That was a, that was a good stomper. That humbled me real quick. Your theme-linked answers so far are Edwin Jackson, Carmelo Anthony, and Bud Grant. Question number four. World record backstroke. Four gold medals in London. They call her Missile. 
AJ, if you want to check that in, I don't. Yeah, we'll check in. All right. More clutch than Jason Hansen has checked in. Jamarcus Russell Wilson, you can talk it out. All right. So that just popped in my head, but I don't. That's. I was just typing that. Yeah. I. Uh... That would make sense for the last part about the missile. Would make sense. Correct. And. Uh, yeah. Kind of the kind of the link. It's part of the link we may have discussed. It's not Ledecky. It would obviously be the one before. I'm pretty sure she would have been the one before that would have been Missy Franklin. Right. I'm, I'm almost 100% sure it's Missy Franklin. Okay. Um, we'll go ahead and check in with uh, Missy Franklin. Checking in with Missy Franklin. And uh, we're more clutch than Matt Prater. He doesn't listen to the show anyway, so. No. <laughs> this is true. Um, sorry, Scott's typing here. We... Uh, we said we can only think of one female swimmer, so we checked in with uh, Katie Ledecky. Well, one team is getting points here. Her name is Missy Franklin. Very good job. So your theme-linked answers so far, Edwin Jackson, Carmelo Anthony, Bud Grant, Missy Franklin. All right, moving on to question Number five, was once a model, riding giants and toe-in, pro-surfing legend. Toe-in, by the way, is spelled T-O-W slash I-N. Got to be it, right? Yeah. We'll check in. <clears throat> All right. We're more clutch than Adam Vinatieri has checked in. Wow. That's, really that's pretty freaking clutch, man. Clutch. Yeah, it is. And Jamarcus Russell Wilson, you can talk it out. He, yeah, I don't know. The last one I sent fits. I don't even. Do you know who? You know who that is? I recognize the name just by it's, name recognition, but I don't. I don't know much about. No, the only. I'm. I'm just trying to think of like '80s yeah. type things when you know. I guess surfing was bigger. I don't know. I don't know how big it is now, but so the the first one, you know, the first one we talked about. I guess it doesn't matter if I. I don't think it's – I mean, it doesn't matter if I say who it is, right? Yeah, I mean, it's fine. You can talk the about first it. one, I, I don't think it's Kelly Slater based on what we think the theme is. But yeah. Laird Hamilton fits the theme. I know he was a model, <laughs> but – and I know he was a surfer. I just don't know how good he was at <laughs> either, right? Yeah. And I only – who did he marry? Like Gabby Reese or something like – one of pro volleyball player. Yeah, I just – I don't understand the, the middle clue. I think it's just a surfing term. I mean, I just thought it was kind of repetitive because the last part surfing, the first middle terms are surfing too. Also That's true. Yeah. I don't know any surfers that are models or were models. That doesn't really help me anywhere. Um, you want to go with that? Yeah. That's fine. I, 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 I can't think of anything better. Yeah. So I think we check in with Laird Hamilton. Okay. We'll check in with Laird Hamilton. All right, checking in with Laird Hamilton. We're more clutch than Steven Gostkowski. Go ahead and tell me what you had. It's all you did. Yeah, so we were trying to go off the, the theme that we thought um, decided Hamilton. Thought about Bethany Hamilton. Decided um, that wasn't it. Um, then my youth minister was a huge surfing 
dude, I guess. Um, if I ever the word dude applied, it would be there. <laughs> yeah. <Yep. laughs> um, and so we just said Hamilton. And then if you need us to elaborate, we said Laird. All right. Well, both teams are getting points on this one. It is Laird Hamilton. Um, Riding Giants is the name of a movie that he was in. It was a uh, surfing documentary. And the toe-in was a uh, was something that he invented to uh, get him out to better waves. They he uh, instead of paddling out, he was towed out by a uh, by a boat or a jet oh, ski. That's cool. We had both teams guess at the theme after the fourth question with two different guesses. So we're going to go first to Jamarcus Russell Wilson. What did you say? For your theme guess? Um, so we kind of, we hopefully had it after three and the fourth one kind of cemented. We said that each name has two first names. All right. Each name has two first names. And the uh, clutch kickers, what did you, uh, what did you say? Uh, not that. So JJ was thinking at first um, that it, they were presidents. And then I said, well, there's no Anthony that's a president, but Susan B. Anthony's on a coin. Uh, so we actually went with people who are featured on currency. And the correct theme is people who have been on U.S. currency. I will be giving that one to you for 100 points. All me, JJ. You got it, dude. You got it. Nice job. That's Scott's, a good one. Scott's like not telling me. He's like, I got it. I got it. And I was like, okay. Like, I didn't want to waste time yeah, typing no, no, no. to you. Yeah. I yeah, wanted yeah, to yeah, just yeah. type it to Dan because I was like, I feel like, like you're sniffing. Yeah, I was trying to get the, the fifth answer from, from that, but he wouldn't tell me the theme. And I'm like, Scott, what the hell is the theme? Dude? You hadn't told him the theme yet by the time no, you got I, to the fifth one? I checked it in with you, and he's like, what is it? And I'm just like uh, still like doing something else. I've been at any kind of historical thing, so I was like, Anthony, that doesn't ring any bells. It's not a president, so it's, it can't it, be history. As soon as he said president, I was like, no, but hold on. It's like they're definitely all – like Susan B. Anthony's on a coin. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, that's a really good theme, Dan. Yeah, it was. I struggle. I don't do missing link often because I struggle trying to find good themes. Yeah. That's a really good one. Heading into halftime, we have a score of Jamarcus Russell Wilson, 230. And pulling away a little bit, we have We're More Clutch Than Justin Tucker at 330. It is now time for the halftime show. There will be five entertainment questions pertaining to sports, with each question worth 20 points. First question of halftime. Kevin Costner plays a washed-up former athlete attempting an unlikely comeback in this 1996 film that co-stars Don Johnson, Cheech Marin, and Rene Russo. Been well established on this podcast that Outside of Field of Dreams, I don't watch Kevin Costner films. Got it. We can check in. All right. We're more clutch than David Akers has checked in. Had to check who was next on the list. <laughs> that means Jamarcus Russell Wilson, you can talk it out. Yeah, it's, yeah positive, 100%. I have not seen it. I've probably ashamed everyone on this podcast by not seeing it, but yeah, it's probably. Yeah, so we'll check in with Tin Cup. Checking in with Tin Cup. Uh, clutch Kickers, what did you say? We also said uh, Tin Cup. And the answer is Tin Cup. Excellent movie, Scott. You need to check it out. It really is good. And Mason, I don't even know what to say to you anymore. That's, <laughs> that's fine. 
I, I, I've just I've just come to expect it by now. Yeah, <laughs> I came here for the music questions. I didn't come for the Kevin Costner movie. <laughs> yeah, Marty Schottenheimer, man. <laughs> well, question number two in halftime. Brian Bosworth, Boomer Esiason, and Bill Parcells all appeared on episodes of this Spike TV comedy. The show was named after the fictitious university at which it was set and was loosely based on Frank Beamer's Virginia Tech Hokies. Good to check in, JJ? Yeah, we can check in. We're more clutch than Mike Vanderjad has checked in. That means uh, Jamarcus Russell Wilson, feel free to talk it out. See this one? I can't think of any other, like, Spike TV football sitcom. That's got to be it. Yeah, that... I didn't realize any of them were on there, but that that does seem to fit kind of the boxes, so... Yeah. So, we'll check in with Blue Mountain State. I checked in with Blue Mountain State. And uh, Clutch Kickers, what did you say? Yeah, I came up with this one pretty early. Uh, I never watched it, but I'm very familiar with the show. We also checked in with Blue Mountain State. And Blue Mountain State is the correct answer. Question number three. In a 2015 episode of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, the gang attempts to drink 70 beers on a cross-country flight, matching the alleged feat of which baseball player, who was also a guest star on this episode. Okay, I trust you on it. Yep, we can check in. All right, Jamarcus Russell Wilson has checked in. We're more clutch than Blair Walsh, which really does not take that much. <laughs> I was waiting Feel for Feel free that. to talk it out. I like Blair Walsh. Um, I did too until the Seattle game. Fair. JJ, all right. So a baseball player that would drink a lot, that's believable, that was act well, not active, but that was alive and well enough to be on the show, to like be it's, in the episode. It's an old player. Uh, okay. Yeah. Hold on. Old is relative, dude. It's uh, about Just Dan's saying. age. <laughs> Just oh, all right. So like no, Cal no, no. Jr. <laughs> I'm thinking like Yogi Berra. <laughs> I was I always I always think Yogi Berra. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, you. Um, uh, Do you know anything about the player? What team? I'm I'm like trying to picture him. Uh, it's a him. I can tell you that. Okay. Well, it takes out Marla Hooch from a league of their own. Uh, I'm pretty sure he's a Red Sox. Um, Ted Williams, Carl Yastrzemski. No, no. Jimmy Fox. He wouldn't be in that episode. Jim Rice. Wade Boggs. Wade Boggs. Wade Boggs. Okay. You could have said he's a Yankee or a Ray, but okay. We're going to check in with Wade Boggs. The journeyman. Wade Boggs. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Before we move on any further, Wade Boggs, not a journeyman. No. <laughs> also, <laughs> if you ask me what team to, that I associate Wade Boggs with, it's the Red Sox. I know. Right? Okay. Just had to get that out there. But you're checking in with Wade Boggs. And Jamarcus Russell Wilson, what did you say? We checked in with Wade Boggs. And the correct answer is Wade Boggs. So points all around on that oh. one. The gang does not make it to 70 beers on that flight. Just, uh, just a little spoiler alert if you ever want to watch that episode. I do recommend that episode. It is very, very funny. Actually, that whole series is very, very funny. You all right, man? Are you all right, uh, JJ? Yeah, Denver just nuggets one. Utah missed a three at the buzzer. Bye, Rudy. Thanks for messing up the league, Rudy. What's wrong with Rudy Tomjanovich? 
<laughs> that is the most damn response ever. <laughs> By the way, when I was at a, I was at a a, a Wolves Rockets game, the Wolves went on a, a big run to uh, to catch up. Uh, Rudy T jumps up and, and takes a to, and from behind me, I hear this booming voice say, "Take a to, Rudy T." It was Jesse Ventura sitting right behind me. Oh my god, that's awesome! <laughs> yeah, it's <was> great. <laughs> it was great. Anyway, question number four. Question number four is our literature question of halftime. Ernest Hemingway's Death in the Afternoon is a work of nonfiction that takes an in-depth look at the rituals and traditions surrounding which sport? That's a guess, JJ. Yeah. I'm not a Hemingway guy. I was leaning toward that, Andy. That's, that's why I put that one first. You good with it? I'm good with that. All right, we'll check in. Jamarcus Russell Wilson has checked in. Uh, what it means think? that uh, we are more clutch than George Blanda. You can talk it out. Yeah, we are. Um, I mean, what do you think? You can. I mean, <clears throat> I was trying to go off of the afternoon, like you know, like what's played in the afternoon. That's why I said golf because I know, like in the afternoon when I put golf on, I feel like I want to die. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I'm thinking like more like literal, I guess. Um... Yeah, you think like a violent sport? Because, I mean... Like what's played in the afternoon? Rugby? Sport. I mean, if it's Dan, it's going to have to be something like kind of obscure. It's not Dan, it's Hemingway. But, I mean, if it's a, it's a question about <laughs> that Dan is... Right. Uh, would, yeah, I'm just, you know, trying to... The afternoon, I feel like you wouldn't call it that unless it had some sort of significance. Right? Yeah. And it's Hemingway, so it's not going to be like NASCAR. You know what I mean? Was he? Where's he from? Is he? He's from here. I like, or like, right? Yeah. I, we're in different places. I don't. I mean, but the U.S. Like, <laughs> um, sure. I think so. He might be British. I really don't know. Remember when Eric didn't know Elton John was British, guys? Yeah. <laughs> that was so weird. Uh, yeah, I mean that's why I'm thinking like rugby. I don't know if he's. What's that thing in in Spain? Oh, you mean like the matador? Uh, like, yeah. like the is that like a like, well? I mean, like, yeah, like bull like bullfighting. Yeah, but I'm thinking like the running of the bulls, because I feel like that could get pretty violent pretty quick. Um, probably done in yeah. the afternoon. That's a that's a good thought. That's a really good thought. Um, I think it's a little more violent than golf. <laughs> Just a little. Yeah, do you want to do that? Do you want to do like bullfighting? Yeah. I like yeah, that. I like that better than than uh Yeah, that's that's really good actually. I never would have thought of that. All right, so we'll check in with uh with bullfighting. Checking in with bullfighting. Jamarcus Russell Wilson, what did you say? Well, first off, Hemingway is American. Just just for information. Um and second of all, beep, beep, beep. It's yes. bullfighting. We both agreed on that. It's bullfighting. Points all around on that one. Yes, it is about bullfighting. Ernest Hemingway writes about uh, bullfighting in more than one book. Um, he hung around Spain for a while and kind of <laughs> fell in love with the sport. Very violent sport, especially for the bull. I had boxing on my shortlist because I knew he was an amateur boxer. He liked, liked to box in his free time, but I figured it was less likely. Question number five. Mason, you said you were here for the music, and here we are. But I don't think you're going to like it once I oh, give it to you. No. Oh, great. Tony Orlando and Dawn. 
1919. We can check in. You're a whole lot closer than you think you are. <laughs> Rod Stewart has said that his 1977 song, You're In My Heart, the final acclaim, is about three women, two football teams, and a country. The country is Scotland, and the three women could have been any number of his ex-girlfriends, but <laughs> I would like you to name me one of the two football teams that are the object of his affection in this song. I actually know this song. Now I got to think about it. I also know this song. I was going to pretend I didn't, so Dan had to sing it, but I do know it. Oh, we'll sing the, you're in my heart, you're in mm -hmm. my soul. Be my breath, should I grow old? Yeah, it's not a bad song. Um, JJ, are you familiar with the song? Um, I think mostly what Dan just sang is, is what I got. Um, if Dan keeps singing, I might be able to just sing the whole song for us. Did you say something, JJ? I'm sorry. No, no, no. no it's okay. okay. Just making sure. I was, I was thinking that. I don't know. I don't remember where that is in the song, but I feel like that could be referenced. I'm not exactly the biggest Rod Stewart fan, but no, I don't. Well, either. I, I just, I'm familiar with that song. I just can't. Once I hear this line, I'll be like, yeah, that's obviously. Right. I, didn't, I guess I haven't heard the song enough times to think about the references in it, but I feel like that's a good guess. I, yeah. I would like, make sense what you just said. I just, the second part of that, I wouldn't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know the second part at all. But the first part, it would make sense you would do it that way. Right. So I think we can check in then. Yeah, we'll all right. In. Jamarcus Russell Wilson has checked in. Uh, more clutch than Lou Groza. Go ahead and talk it out. Wow. Uh, JD, I like that answer. Yeah. So we're thinking soccer. Um, Pretty sure he's British or somewhere overseas. So I threw out Liverpool. Scott said, sure. I'm doing so the Eric and pointing to my Liverpool thing that's not mm. there. Yeah, I see it right there, Scott. Yep, yeah. there it is. Uh, so we're going to check in with uh, with Liverpool. Checking in with Liverpool. Jamarcus Russell Wilson, what did you say? Um, Go ahead. You got it. Go for it. All right. All right. So just kind of. Shot in the dark thinking there's probably one local team and one bigger, you know, bigger club. We just went with Manchester United. All right. Well, the, uh, the verse goes, you're an essay in glamour. Please pardon the grammar, but you're every schoolboy's dream. You're Celtic United, but baby, I've decided you're the best team I've ever seen. We're looking for either Celtic or Manchester United. All right. Oh, wow. But I wasn't Leeds United. <laughs> no, Celtic FC is his uh, his local team. He's Scottish, right? Don't uh, don't right. call him don't call him British. He's Scottish. They're all the same. Oh. <laughs> we just lost the British Isles. Now, thank you. <laughs> Fight me. <laughs> He's Scottish. They will. <laughs> That's true. I'm Texan. I fight. <laughs> I'm Texan. I shoot. Texan. You're Texan. That means you think you're bigger than you really are. <laughs> pew, 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 pew. Alaska could cut themselves in half and they'd still be, both of them would be bigger than Texas. <laughs> are those boozer, baby? Yeah. Trajan Lake. <laughs> they each get one. Yeah. <laughs> Heading into the second half, we have a score of Jamarcus Russell Wilson, 330, and... We're more clutch than Lawrence Tynes, 410. 
We'd like to take a minute to invite you to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at BenchwarmersTP. We also have a Facebook group for fans of the pod called The Bench. Join us there to comment on the latest episodes and share cool sports facts and trivia. If you'd be willing to rate and review us on iTunes or Stitcher, we'd greatly appreciate the support so that other people may find this podcast. Thanks. Now on to the second half. Today's third quarter will be Odd One Out. The Odd One Out. For this quarter, there will be five categorized questions containing lists of six items. The teams will attempt to choose the item from the list that does not fit the given category. Each question is worth 20 points. Odd one out, number one, Milwaukee Brewers draft picks. Gary Sheffield, Prince Fielder, Cecil Cooper, Ryan Braun, BJ Serhoff, Paul Molitor. We can check in. I'm not even going to ask. Sorry, Mason. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. Russell Wilson has checked in rather emphatically. Jeez. That means we're more clutch than Dan Bailey. You can talk it out. Wow. Um, I don't I think was, I even finished writing them down before they checked in. Yeah, I was still writing them down too. I had my head down. He's like, I, I have them written down. <laughs> I have. I was looking at Brewer's list a lot before the game, but this that doesn't help this at all because obviously they all the all these guys played for the Brewers. They, obviously, they definitely drafted Braun. Pretty, pretty sure they drafted Prince Fielder. Yeah. I think they drafted BJ Serhoff. I don't know about Paul Molitor. I, mm. I really don't have – I don't know, like, definitively. My gut would say Paul Molitor, but I have no clue. Paul Molitor or Cecil Cooper, you say Paul Molitor? Yeah, I, I don't know. I just – I don't know enough about baseball drafts in the 70s and 80s. All right, let's do it. Um, all right. Yeah, we're going to check in with uh, Paul Molitor. Checking in with Paul Molitor and Jamarcus Russell Wilson. What did you say? Checked in with Cecil Cooper. <laughs> all right. Um, of those five, of those six, Cecil Cooper is the one that was not drafted by the Milwaukee Brewers. He came up with the Red Sox had about five years before he ended up in Milwaukee. At least we had it down to the yeah, yeah. one of them. It was, it was right, yeah. Question number two in Odd One Out. Calendar year 1997 sports championships. I want to say that again. Calendar year 1997 sports championships. Manchester United in the EPL. The Detroit Red Wings in the NHL. Florida Marlins in the MLB. Green Bay Packers in the NFL. North Carolina in NCAA basketball. Men's and Florida NCAA football. Then we, I think we go check in. Right. Okay. Marcus Russell Wilson is checked in. We're more clutch than Dope Walker. Go ahead and uh, talk this out. You say Dope Walker? <laughs> dope. Doke. Dope Walker. <laughs> he was a kicker? He's probably uh, more than a kicker, but yes, he was a kicker. <laughs> so it was Why no? Blanda. Obviously a very clutch one. 
All right, JJ. So 100% certain that the Marlins won in 97. Mm-hmm. First World Series like that I watched in its entirety. So yeah. also my favorite World Series because of that. With so, Pedro Rodriguez, my boy. No, he was on the Rangers then. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm thinking 2003. Yep. Yeah. You're right. Um, okay, I am like... Packers won. Yeah. That's about I, all I got. The Gators... Had, they had a really good season. Danny Warfel won the Heisman in 96. So I think they may have won the national title. I'm, You know I'm not going to be able to help with Manchester U. You, no. Um, the NHL Red Wings is... won. I'm pretty sure they won 96, 97, and then 99 or 2000. But they did win two in a row, and I think 97 was one of them. I'm leaning towards the Tar Heels. I'm, I'm pretty sure the Arizona Wildcats – won in either 96 or 97. I know they won in one of those two years. Cause it's 94 Arkansas, 95 UCLA. And then I can't remember if it's 96 or 97 for Arizona. I mean, if you're, if you even, but I, I think so calendar year is, you know, March madness would have been in, in 97. I think it's, I think the Arizona won that year. Yep. It also could have been Kentucky, too. Kentucky had a year where they won with, like, Antoine Walker and those guys. But either way, that's not North Carolina. I'm, yeah, I'm down for it. It's a good theory. All right. We're going to check good. in with uh, the North Carolina Tar Heels. Checking in with the North Carolina Tar Heels. And Jamarcus Russell Wilson, what did you say? Uh, we checked in with North Carolina as well. All right. Both teams are getting uh, points on this one. And I think Scott basically said everything that needed to be said. That was the year that Arizona won over Kentucky. North Carolina was in the final four that year, as was Minnesota. However, that actually never happened, apparently. So <laughs> they choked. Oh, no. Okay. Or, or no, cheated. They, well, <laughs> whatever you want to call it. There's, there's that. <laughs> Moving on to question number three. Category is the top 10 NHL scorers of all time. And these are your six names. Timu Solani, Steve Iserman, Mike Gartner, Marcel Dion, Mark Messier, Alex Ovechkin. We'll check in. All right. More clutch than Ryan Longwell has checked in. Means Jamarcus Russell Wilson, you can talk it out. All right, well, we're both thinking different things here, so. Well, maybe it's just my bias against the Red Wings. Maybe that I need to put that away. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure the last four are all there. I don't know much about Gardner, but I just – that name seems familiar enough to me. That Mike Gardner, he, he, he was a – I mean, he was 80s, 90s. He scored a ton. Yeah. Um, I would assume he's in there just – I feel like if it's not – Iserman, based on my bias, it's probably Solani. Yeah. It's not the, in there. That's the two in between. I just had a leaning towards Solani. I'm good but with that. I, like I said, I'm not by any means a hockey expert. That's just the name that just kind of stuck out to me. But it very well could be Iserman. I just don't know. Well, I just keep going back and forth between the two. That's what that's the same thing I'm having. I don't have anything that stands out between them. I would guess. I would guess if one of them's not on there, the other one, the one that's not just missed, and the yeah. one that is, is it'd be like 10, 10 11 or something yeah. like that. Um, I'm trying to think how long Solani's been playing. Well, he played for a while, but I think he missed time too. And he the tail end of his career was 
was kind of when they started, when, when goal scoring started to go back down. Um, and Eiserman played during the entire, like all, all those other, other than Ovechkin, who's obviously still playing the um, other guys all played in that era where there was still a little bit more scoring. So I, if I would just based on that, I would guess that Solani would be the one that missed the top 10. Okay. Yeah. I, that logic makes sense to me. All right. We'll go ahead and check in with Solani. And uh, we're more clutch than Rob Baronis. What did you say? <laughs> so obviously this was right in our wheelhouse, me and JJ, of course. I had an initial thought of who I thought it wouldn't be. And then when I said it to JJ, he said, I like his name the best. So I actually used a little bit of knowledge, but whatever. Uh, we also checked in with Team Mussolini. Right. Well, points all around on that one. It is Team Mussolini. <laughs> Tell Eric. Timu Solani is 16th on the list. Okay. So he is, he is down there a little bit. Tell Eric. I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> I couldn't even tell you where his first name begins and his last – or his last name begins and his first name ends. Timu Solani. I knew that. Danny um, <laughs> thought it was like the letter T and then the last name was Mussolini. It's like Mussolini. Uh, yeah, man, I, I was like, that's Could a have dope been. name, man. That's a dope name. Yeah. Right? yeah. <laughs> Question number four, your category is sports that have been featured in every summer Olympics. And there are only five that have been featured in every summer Olympics. So I'm going to give you six sports. Only five of them are right. And they are the only five. So athletics slash track and field, boxing, cycling, fencing, gymnastics, swimming, Scott, I feel like this is the first time we've disagreed. I think it is. Yeah, it's weird. It's like the honeymoon phase is over. Oh, irreconcilable differences. I can't. I can't do it. To send you two to counseling. Yeah, my wife's a counselor, so you can just come over here, <laughs> hang out. Home court advantage. Nice. <laughs> I mean, can we play like MLB the Show? Uh, I have Xbox, so I got Madden Twenty One. All right, we can play Madden. It's fine. It's terrible, by the way. Yeah, I figured. I didn't get so, it. So garbage. But um, I'll just bring my PS4. We'll, just, we'll play MLB the show. Yep. I, I don't mind losing a sponsorship to EA. Okay, because of JJ's passing fancies, we just lost EA. That's, uh, <laughs> that's great. L- let's just put this whole thing to bed. Um, if EA wants to sponsor us, I'm more than happy to let them sponsor us. Yeah, we'll take it. I will <laughs> talk nicely about every other game they do. Yeah, <laughs> we'll kick off JJ if that if that means getting sponsored by. Yeah, EA, yeah. Right? Sorry, buddy, you gotta go. <laughs> I'll take one. JJ, you, uh, you get the short end of that stick. I'm sorry. I'm okay with that. I can put that under my resume. Got like, kicked out by EA Sports. Totally fair, man. Totally fair. <laughs> Once got ousted from my own podcast, <laughs> EA Sports. We can check in. All right, we're more clutch than Nick Lowry has checked in. Demarcus Russell Wilson, you can talk it out. I. The only reason I feel like it's it's boxing is because of its lack of like real regulation early early on. That's true. Yeah, because they they added the what the the what they forgot what they're called the queen bears rules. Rules. <laughs> the, the rules. Yeah. The Marquis de Queensbury, by the way. Right? Yeah, Queensbury. That's what I was trying to remember that. It was a Marquis of something. Yeah. 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 So that that's tempting. I don't know about gymnastics back then. I just. I don't know about gymnastics now, let alone <laughs> back then. But 
I feel like that was like between the two. I don't know. I, I, I just, my gut is saying boxing. Nah. I think we just go with that. Okay. Sounds good. We'll check in with boxing. Jamarcus Russell Wilson has checked in with boxing. Um, we're more clutch than Nick Folk. What did you say? Yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure I remember reading something about um, boxing being banned in like an early 1900s uh, Olympics uh, because like I think the city or the country uh, just banned the sport. Apparently it was too violent. Um, so we said boxing. All right, both teams saying boxing, and both teams are getting the points on this one. It was boxing. Boxing was not uh, put in place until the 1904 Olympics in St. Louis, um, in which the United States swept all of the medals because the United States was the only country that participated in boxing <laughs> at the 1904 oh, Olympics. Talk about home field advantage there. And yes, the marathon at the 1904 Olympics is worth its own podcast. It's, yeah. It was crazy, some of the stuff that happened during that. Like someone got poisoned during it. Someone jumped in a car yeah. and, uh, and, and rode part of the way. One dude fell asleep because he had some bad apples. How it about was, them apples? It was crazy. <laughs> there was this, um, uh, a Cuban runner that showed up, had never run um, professionally or run like in a race before. He was a post office worker from Cuba who had run the entire length of the island as part of his job. And he just showed up in street clothes to run this race. <laughs> so... <laughs> Yeah, it was it was insane what was going on at that Olympics. That's um, they, awesome. Um, St. Louis stole those Olympics from Chicago too. All right, category number five, Scott, for you, WNBA number one overall draft picks. Dan, what's funny is I had this same one for odd one out for one of my next games. Oh no! So you're gonna know this one. <laughs> I, I mean, Check I might in. not, but. Yeah. <laughs> I have the same category. We may not have the same people, obviously. Well, you're going to have a bunch of them, I bet. You're going to at least have seen the list. All right. Well, here we go. Janelle McCarvel, Candace Parker, Maya Moore, Elena Deladon, Sabrina Ionescu, Tina Charles. We can check in. Surprising no one. We're more clutch than Mike Nugent has checked in. Jamarcus Russell Wilson, talk it out. All right. I know Yanesku is the most recent yep. one. She was this year. About her, so she's out. Um, pretty sure Parker is one. I feel like she wasn't, but I mean, if she wasn't, I'd be shocked. But I thought, so just re remembering back, I thought, I know, okay, so I know. Janelle McCarville is because she's from Wisconsin. So Maya Moore, Tina Charles, Lena mm -hmm. Deladon. Deladon's the one I don't think went one. Was that the Brittany Griner draft? Because I feel like they were. I, 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 right. That's, that's why I feel like she wasn't. There was somebody else who was like the definite number one overall pick the year that she came out. I, I feel like I remember Brittany Griner being in the same class just because that was. When she was really big, and Deladon was what from Delaware, and she was right. carving up everybody. And Maya Moore and Tina Charles are both from UConn, so it makes sense that you know both of them might be number one picks. 
I'm about, I would say I'm about like 80, 90% sure it's uh, Della Don because she was in Griner's draft. Yeah, that's, now that I thought about it, that makes sense. Yeah, I'm, I'm leaning towards that as well. So we'll go with Della Don, check that in. Yeah. All right, we'll check in with Elena Della Don. All right, checking in with Elena Della Don. Clutch kickers, what did you say? All right, Dan. So mine were Simone Augustus, Candace Parker, Maya Moore, Brianna Stewart, Lisa Leslie, Brittany Griner. So we actually didn't have too many names overlapping. Um, the answer in that one's Lisa Leslie. Uh, the answer in this one is Lana Deladon. That was Brittany Griner, Deladon, Skyward Diggins, one, two, three in that draft. And all of my flavor text is gone, but that is correct. Um, Elena Deladon was not the number one draft pick. Points all around on that one. Excellent job on that category, everybody. That's a good one. That's a fun, like, new category. Like, whoever came up with that, <laughs> you know, props. Thank you. You're going to throw out your shoulder, pat yourself on the back there, Scott. <laughs> Careful. Don't want to put you on the IR. All right, after the third quarter, we have scores of Jamarcus Russell Wilson, 430. And we're more clutch than Jay Feely at 490. Still anyone's game. And that will bring us to the fourth quarter, known as Put Your Fours Up. The fourth quarter, known as Put Your Fours Up. This quarter consists of five categorized questions that teams will wager up to 100 points each not to exceed their current point total. Our categories for Put Your Fours Up today are, you're my boy, Blue. We're going streaking. <laughs> Stay classy, San Diego. <laughs> not even mad. That's amazing. And that escalated quickly. It's now time for the teams to place their wagers. Now that the wagers are in, on to the questions. Question number one in the You're My Boy Blue. The expansion St. Louis Blues made it to three straight Stanley Cup finals in their first three seasons in the NHL. What now Hall of Famer was their head coach for those three seasons? You sure about that? Positive. All right, check in. Jamarcus Russell Wilson has checked in. We're more clutch than Greg Zerline. What do you have to say? Do you think it's uh, Timo Solani Sr.? <laughs> Not even Timo Solani. It's Timo. Timo Solani. <laughs> Timo Perez, old Mets outfielder. So our chat says, literally I said, what's a funny answer? And so he's throwing out Gordon Bombay and Bud Grant. And so then I said, who do we need to sponsor us? So, uh, EA, <laughs> who's the uh, CEO of EA? <laughs> Not you, <laughs> nope. after those comments, because I um, changed the game to make it better. Okay, do you want to go with um, Ron Burgundy? Sounds good. We checked in with Ron Burgundy, checking in with zero points for Ron Burgundy, and over to Jamarcus Russell Wilson. What did you say, and for how many points? So we, we checked in um, for 80 points for one of my least favorite coaches of all time, again, with my Detroit Red, Red Wing bias, uh, Scotty Bowman. 
One team is getting the points on this one. The correct answer is Scotty Bowman. After question number one, for the first time this game, Jamarcus Russell Wilson has taken a lead. They have 510, and the clutch kickers are at 490. Question number two, we're going streaking. Which then National League ace became the first pitcher to start three consecutive games when he did so in July of 2012? That seems right. I feel like I've heard that before. So go ahead and check it out. All right. Jamarcus Russell Wilson has checked in. Dude, we're going to lose this game. We didn't. No, 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 we're not. We're not going to lose this. We're going to be in a big hole after this one. No, we're going to get this. That dude, okay. he's got a, Andy's got a huge smile on his face. It's got to be a brewer. Okay. So why would he start three games in a row? Let's, so my first thought is. Uh, trade last, probably. Oh, that too. But I think what I think is uh, before the All-Star game, then he came sure. back after the All-Star he, game. He did say July, so that, that would make sense. And then if I had to guess, it was either like a like a very bad start to where he got pulled after like a third of an inning and then started sure. again or like ejected. Yeah, yeah, maybe. yeah. That's not helping me though. Like, <laughs> or, yeah, that's true. I, you know. Um, 2012 Brewer. I mean, That doesn't necessarily have to be a Brewer. He yeah, just but, smiled, so. But using that, I mean. CC was gone for his – a remarkable half season with them. <laughs> what uh, a ooh. that's the thing I can't. I'm blanking on like Brewers pitchers, dude. Like after Ben Sheets, and I know it's not Ben Sheets. Could that have been Granky? He was there. That's a really good guess. Yeah, he probably would have been there at the time. I don't know if we're gonna come up with anything better than that. I mean, I'm down. Yeah, sure. This is the biggest limb I think we've ever gone out for. Is assuming that it's a brewer, naming a possible brewer pitcher. I mean, that's a good answer anyway, though. I mean, I like Granky. All right. Makes I sense. Like check in with uh, Zach Granky for uh, 100 points. More clutch than Kai Forbath has checked okay. in. My dude. <laughs> has checked in with. Zach Greinke for 100 points. And uh, Jamarcus Russell Wilson, what did you say? So, so clearly my excitement um, screwed us there. Uh, it's uh, For 100 points, we also said Zach Greinke. And both teams are getting their points. It was Zach Greinke. He, uh, he, he threw about five or six pitches and was thrown out of a game. Tom um, Yep. Came back in the next game and got rocked um, and, got, and got taken out um, probably third inning. And then uh, it, he came back after the All-Star break and started the next game. So that is uh, that is what happened with Zach Greinke. All right, after question number two, <coughs> still a close game with Jamarcus Russell Wilson at 6'10 and the clutch kickers at 590. Question number three, you stay classy, San Diego. This Hall of Fame running back holds the top three highest single-game rushing totals in the history of San Diego State University at 386 yards, 300 yards, and 299 yards. We can check in. 
All right, we're more clutch than Martine Grammatica has checked in. That means that Jamarcus Russell Wilson, you can talk it out. I'm trying to remember who went there. Um, I'm fairly certain it's Marshall Falk. Okay. I don't know how many other San Diego State Hall of Fame running backs there are. Yeah, we can check in with that. You feel good about it? Yep, I'm good with that. All right, we will check in uh, for 100 points with Marshall Falk. Checking in with 100 points for Marshall Falk and um, the clutch kickers. What did you say for how many points? So knowing that this was a San Diego college question, I thought going into it, I was really hoping that this would be about Donnell Pumphrey because I felt like I'd get it and maybe hopefully they wouldn't. But uh, it's definitely Marshall Falk. We wagered 50 points. 50 points on Marshall Falk, and both teams, again, will be receiving their points on this one. It was Marshall Falk. So after question number three, we've gotten a little bit more separation. Jamarcus Russell Wilson has 710 points, and we're more clutch than Derek Frost is at 640. Going into question number four, of the category, I'm not even mad. That's amazing. When the U.S. men's national team was knocked out of the 2014 World Cup by Belgium, the final score was 2-1, to one, although it could have been a lot worse, as which goalkeeper stopped a World Cup record 16 shots along the way? You can check in. We're more clutch than Fouad Reves has checked in, and... Jamarcus Russell Wilson, feel free to talk it out. The only Ameri- the only men's goalie I can think of is Tim Howard. That was who I was looking for. Was he on the team in 2014? I, I honestly don't know who else would have been. I feel like he's been the goalie for the last couple World Cups. Yeah. All right, so we'll check in with Tim Howard, and I think we bid 50 points, correct? Tim Howard for 50 points. Check in. Tim Howard for 50 points. And Clutch Kickers, what did you say? Yeah, we checked in with uh, old Tim Stonewall Howard for uh, 50 points. All right. Both teams going Tim Howard, and both teams are getting their points on this one. He uh, he had an amazing, amazing day, and he single-handedly kept that game close until uh, – Yeah, they yeah. – it was it was it was brutal watching that game. I mean, he just kept getting he kept getting stop after stop after stop, and the offense couldn't get anything. Going. And you knew at one point, like um, it had to go in. You know, just like pressure it was just oh my gosh. Well, after question number four, we have Jamarcus Russell Wilson at seven hundred and sixty points, and we're more clutch than Bill Gramatica at six hundred and ninety. The one I was hoping for. The one that nice. broke his leg from jumping up and down. <laughs> yeah. Need like tear meniscus or tear ACL. Yeah, he's the Gus, for, the Gus the Gus of kickers. In the first quarter of a game, nonetheless. Yeah, not even like a big field goal. Not a game winner, first quarter field goal. <laughs> I could have done this with with uh, former Vikings quarterbacks too. By the way, go the entire game. Yeah, definitely could have done that. Gus Farrat. <laughs> Gus Farrat made me think of that. Mm-hmm. All right, finally, question number five. That escalated quickly. In the aftermath of the bench-clearing brawl, later dubbed the Malice at the Palace, the NBA handed out 146 games 
worth of suspensions and levied fines of $11 million. It was Ron Artest's foul of which piston that started the whole fiasco. I, I'm, I have to replay it in my head, JJ. I've watched it only about 30,000 times. I'm like the, 98% sure. Like one of my favorite things ever that's ever happened in sports. It's Back not, in the day, the Minnesota North Stars and the uh, Chicago Blackhawks had a brawl that happened before the game even started. And there were all kinds nice. of uh, all kinds of penalties and, and fines and, and suspensions levied out before the game even started. That's awesome. I love it. I'm replaying the whole sequence in my head because it's not the obvious. Actually, you know what? I'll stop talking and start typing. I, I tend to agree with you, Andy. I don't know that for sure. I'm, I'm trying to think who else at this point, and I'm just trying to go mm-hmm. through my head. I feel like most of my memory of that started after the guys in the stands started throwing beverages at people. Yeah. It, it's funny. I know there's, I'm pretty sure the guy, I don't know why I know this. He threw diet Coke at him. I'm pretty right. sure that was, I don't know who started the brawl with Ron Artest, but I know, that, I know that that's, him. that's why Artest got mad. He, he tasted, it. he was like diet. diet and then he went yeah. up and he punched the guy. What the he's hell like, are you doing kid? Yeah. He's like, don't only throw Mountain Dew at me. <laughs> Sprite, I guess, because, you know, Coke products, but... Go pay your thirst, man. Yeah. Yeah. All right, JD. I think... Okay. Do you want to check that in? Um. Yeah. Yeah, we can check it in. Yeah. We'll, uh, uh, check in. We're dude. checked in. All right. We're more clutch than Billy Cundiff has uh, checked in. <laughs> Jamarcus Russell Wilson. <laughs> you can talk it out. I'm agreeing with your logic on this, that... Yeah. Of the people on that Pistons team, Ben Wallace would definitely be. I can't think of anybody else on the team who would have, who would have, I mean, Tayshaun Prince, but I don't think he would, I don't even, I don't remember him even being involved much. Yeah, I was going to say, I I mean, just what I remember about it, I don't. I just keep coming back to Ben Wallace. I mean, that makes the most sense. The question is, is it really that obvious that it's Ben Wallace? I don't know unless we unless you unless we have something better. I think Ben Wallace is the way to go. Yeah. I don't have anything better unless it's like I said unless it's some random bench player that was in there and got fouled and then Ben Wallace came in and started wrecking stuff and, and that would definitely be fitting for the bench warmers trivia podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I I'm I, my gut says Ben Wallace. I think we check in Ben Wallace and if it's not, yeah, if it's not, we had a good run. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. All right, so uh, we'll go ahead and check in with Ben Wallace for 100 points. Checking in Ben Wallace for 100 points. And uh, Clutch Kickers, what did you say? Uh, actually, Andy, the game was a blowout. Was it? Okay, well. Yeah, um, like the Pacers were just destroying Detroit at that point. Like There was literally no reason for starters to be in the game. And I think that was part of the D- Detroit fans' like discontent was that the Pacers still had, like, all their guys in in a game. They were up by, like, more than 15. Um, we tried, JJ. We tried to do everything we could to deter them. Uh, it's Ben Wallace. We wagered 100. All right. Both teams uh, said Ben Wallace, and both teams wagered 100, and both teams, again, will be getting their points, which means the game has come to an end, and here are the final scores. 
We're more clutch than Scott Norwood <laughs> has 790 points. And today's clipboard captains, who will be receiving the coveted Seneca Wallace Award with 860 points, is Jamarcus Russell Wilson. Good job, guys. Actually, good job, both teams. That was a really, really good game. Absolutely. Yeah, great game, guys. I got to give it up to Andy for the fourth quarter, pretty much getting pretty much all of them. So well done that for clutching that out. I feel like there were a few in the wheelhouse and one that I, you know, a couple that I just I feel like my years of watching sports finally has paid off. <laughs> you got yourself a uh, clipboard captain trophy there. Right. Yeah. That's right. Well, Andy, thank you so much for joining us. Um, it was a pleasure to have you on. Anything you'd like to uh, say before we uh, call it a night? No, yeah, I just thanks for having me on, guys. I, I really enjoy the podcast uh, up to this point, and um, really, really hoping it sticks around for a long time. Maybe get that EA Sports sponsorship <laughs> or you know, something big like that. But well, not uh, EA Sports anymore, John. JJ destroyed that. But. Right. Well, <laughs> you may you may have to trade JJ for EA Sports at some. Yeah. Oh, that's and so a player lopsided. to be named later. Yeah. Yeah, that's so lopsided. They're getting the better. Bill O'Brien would do that. Oh, thank you. But again, thanks for having me on. I really enjoy the podcast, and uh, uh, much success hopefully in your future. All right. Well, thank you very much, and it was our pleasure to have you on, Mason. How about you? Anything else to say tonight? Um, no, like I said, Andy definitely pulled a lot of the weight in the fourth quarter. I'm glad. Um, and it, all around a great game, just very tight from start to finish. So job well done to everybody. All right. Scott and JJ, how about yourselves? Uh, JJ, always fun, buddy. Oh, you're always fun to team with. Um, we had it, dude. We had it until hockey killed us in the fourth quarter. So that's – I'm not going to be upset with, you know, losing because we bid zero on a hockey question because – we're not going to do anything otherwise. So um, great game, Dan. Great questions. Well-rounded. Mason, Andy, you guys are very worthy opponents. Uh, Andy, thanks again for being on, for being such a fan of the show. It's still at this point is like crazy for us to think how quickly people have latched on and, and have really sunk their teeth into this like little endeavor that we do. So it's, it's really great. Um, you know, we're going to keep doing it as long as you guys keep listening and you know, we'll definitely uh, have you back on in the future for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I just echo everything Scott said, uh, Scott, I'm sorry. I couldn't get you that, uh, really late birthday win, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. A month later. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I've won since then. Well, to be fair guys, my birthday was Saturday. Last oh, Saturday. well, there you go. Happy belated. Yeah. See, we just Thanks. threw that for you. I mean, literally. That's, yeah, that's exactly what we that actually, was. Me and Scott I, are hockey experts. And so, yeah, I, we were going to bet, bet, we were going to, for the first time ever, bid more than a hundred on a, on a wager, but. Mm -hmm. you know. We knew Scotty Bowman right off the top. Of yeah. Head. Oh yeah. I, I actually know, know who he is. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you for listening to the bench warmers trivia podcast. And until next time, we'll keep the bench warm. That ball hit high and deep stretch. Stretch, get on back there. They look up. You can put it on the board. Yes, yes. Into deep left center for Mitchell, and we'll see you tomorrow night. That great music you're listening to is by Justin Nozick. Thanks to him for producing that music for us. You've been listening to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. Make sure to check us out on all of our social media. We are at Benchwarmers TP.